You're listening to South Bend Beat, produced by Alpha Dog Podcast. This week on South Bend Beat, it'll be a quick intro. The man's been on many times before. Big perm. You can find him 2 to 7 on U93. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything. Get silly like we usually do. And uh, as always, this episode is brought to you by Martin Supermarkets. You'll hear us talking about Martin's in the episode. Uh, martins-supermarkets.com. Check everything out. Groceries to go. You can pop into the side door deli. And you can find him on social media at Martin's Markets. We're going to be having an episode coming up soon with their dietitian, Kristen. So be sure to check that out. But no more stalling. We'll get you right to the episode. Here's Big Perm U93. Big Perm, what's up? What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm very well. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. I'm. You're back for what, the fourth? Is this four? This is season four, so it has to be the fourth time. You come on every season. Why do you keep having me on, man? I appreciate you. <laughs> We're going to... so. This is the first episode I think I've ever had with no script. Oh, wow. I have no questions prepped. Um, I mean, all the boilerplate stuff, I feel like we've already hit before. Yeah. Being on three times previous. Uh-huh. So we can just kind of riff today. Okay. And go on. What's your life like right now? What are Keep you doing? Keep it real. Wow. You know, I wish I, uh, when I get this question, I'm almost like embarrassed to answer because obviously everything's so crazy right now. So I don't do as much uh, where I was hosting a lot of events, you know, and doing a lot of stuff in the community. A lot of that, you know, obviously shut down right now with everything. So can't really be Mr. Michiana too much. Mm-hmm. So, uh, been just watching a lot of criminal minds on Saturday and, uh, sports and law and order, uh, SVU on uh, Sundays. So are you watching the old <laughs> episodes of those two or are there new episodes on? Uh, they're old. So I, I like the old criminal minds episodes. Yes. Too. Who's your favorite character? Um, I mean, I think I'm going to go Shamar Moore. Uh, yeah. Uh, Morgan. Yeah. Mor- yeah. Morgan, Morgan or Reed. I like both yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm starting to like Reed a little bit. Kind of the, yeah, just kind of quiet, nerdy guy. I'm I did like uh, liking him. I mean, his real name's Mandy Pat- Patikin or whatever. The guy uh, from Homeland. But he was in the, Gideon. Gideon. Gideon, right? yes. Thank I liked you. him Gideon. before. Yeah. yeah. Before he left. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that cast is kind of broken up it now, right? It keeps flipping around. Yeah. Shamar Moore is doing FBI now. Do you watch that show? I have not. Okay, I haven't seen it either. No, I am uh, with the last couple of podcasts that we've done. I was the night show host at United Three, so hours are different. So I didn't really get a chance to watch the prime time, you know, eight o'clock, nine right. o'clock p.m. shows because was I was on the air, but different now. They had the guy that played Hotch. I, I yes, I read that he had a disagreement on set. He kicked a dude in the shins. Isn't that crazy. That's a psycho move, isn't it? It is, isn't it? While you see these shows, and he's always serious on the show, so you're like, well, guy is a psycho a little bit in real life. What would you do if you were at the radio station and you were in a disagreement with somebody <laughs> yeah. and just kicked you in the shin? I don't know. I think I'd respect it a little bit, to be honest with you. you, res- you re- yeah, I mean, respect who, who kicks somebody in the shin? Right. It's like the who, show, who throws a shoe, honestly. Who throws yeah. a shoe, yeah. <laughs> 
it uh yeah i think that'd be a little wild it any, would any other shows that you've been getting into hmm honestly it's just that uh dexter uh i'm not a big netflix guy I'm dexter's gonna, coming back yes which is crazy which is awesome and then uh honestly a lot of sports man just the espn or the uh yeah the crime shows so if if you haven't seen dexter yet fast forward we'll keep it to 60 seconds or less so hit your plus 30 twice that's your spoiler warning we're gonna talk dexter now okay you saw the end right i mean you've seen it all the way through of the, I've only seen the first season. Oh, you've only seen the first season. Yes. So okay, I'm you're like safe. New to it. Okay. And when it's you, you text me when you're all the way through Dexter. Okay, all of Be, them. How many are there? There's seven, eight, like six, a lot. six seasons, I think. Okay. When you're all the way through, text me. Oh boy. Because I, because I have questions. I like to talk about with other Dexter. Okay. Lovers. Yeah. Um, so it was. Interesting. It'll be interesting coming back. Yeah, yeah. Put it that way. So, okay. Man, I'm so jealous. Dexter's such a good show. It is, You're going to end up just walking around and like talking to yourself all day like he does. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. All Hopefully right. you don't, you don't, you know, just start murdering people, but. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not about that. So let's talk uh, sports going on right now. You're, yes. you're a big basketball fan. I follow it all. Who do you, who are you taking to win the NBA title? <sighs> wow. Uh, oh man. I hate to be biased because I'm a huge LeBron James fan. So I'm going to go with the Lakers, but I'm very curious. Like I'm going to try to not be biased on this because I think that the whole super team that's being built with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and uh, Kevin Durant and all those guys over at uh, the Brooklyn Nets. um, I mean, you you can't deny that it's a lot of talent right there. So it's hard to kind of be like, well, I don't know if they're going to be in the running, but honestly, I think with those egos and like what they're doing right now, Kyrie just, I don't know what he's doing, like not wanting to play. Then he got KD. Being Kyrie's a, a weird cat. And then Harden being a, a jerk in Houston. So not rooting for them, but I would be like happy if LeBron's like, oh, you thought you were going to build that and beat me and just crush him. It's going to be a lot tougher because like when KD went to Golden State, Steph and Clay don't need the ball in their hands a whole lot. Like they're just shooters. Right. Harden and Kyrie need the ball in their hands. Okay. I like that. That's so funny. I was good. I'm not a huge like Twitter guy. Like I get into it and I never want to like, I'm always scared like adding people, but I I wanted to do a uh, tweet the other day that was like, okay, so Harden, um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie are going to be playing with each other. Everyone's freaking out. Oh my God, they're going to be so good. Did I miss something? Are they going to be playing with three basketballs? You know, you have to share one, right? Yeah. There's no way they could do that. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah. We'll see (laughs) the Warriors. It it was a completely different situation. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Tina, you want to do me a favor real quick? Can you make sure that the third mic is dead? Because I think I might be catching some of your, uh... you're hopping on with us, Tina. Where's the third mic at? Oh, okay, nice. It's dead now. You're good. I think it was catching your movements over there. Oh, you're good. All right, so let's talk. This is going to air on Monday, so it'll be after these divisional round games. Okay. So let we'll be able to see how smart you are. Give us your four winners for this weekend. Okay. Uh, we'll start see. today. I think we have Packers-Rams first. Packers-Rams, man. I've been going back and forth on this. You got number one offense for its number one defense. I think 
and I've been thinking about this all day, so I'm glad you asked me because I'm like, I have an answer finally. I think you got to go Packers because I yep. think the Rams have literally, like, they're not going to allow you to score a lot of points, but you obviously have to score more than one point. Yeah. And they have no <laughs> offense besides, like, a, a running back. And, the, I mean, Jared Goff's thumb is Cooper Cup might not even play, which would be big Really? For yeah, oh. he's a game-time decision. God. And who knows how long Aaron Donald lasts. He has torn rib cartilage, he which does. knocked him out of the last game. I'm I'm sure he'll get an injection. So, but yeah, so Jalen Ramsey on Devontae Adams that'll shut him down. But I think you could just go to somebody and they have a good else. running game so, too. You got Aaron Rodgers who can make much like Tom Brady make anybody good. Yep. So I'm gonna go Packers. Okay. The other game today is Bills Ravens. Yes, I'm gonna go Ravens. You and um, me are on the same page. I'm, I like both those teams too. I'm, I'm liking the Bills. Love what they're doing. Uh, Allen is going to be a definite, you know, superstar, and uh, Stephen, you know, Stephon Diggs is amazing. But uh, I don't know. Maybe just they're too young. There's just something, and, and they didn't like blow out the Colts last week. So uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, Colts could have easily won that game. Ravens. Yeah, yeah let's go Ravens. And I feel Lamar like Jackson. now that Lamar got that. You know, monkey off his back with a first playoff win. It could be like now we go yeah. type thing. You know? So yeah, getting that first win's huge. I like so Lamar. tomorrow's games. Let's see. In the NFC, we would have Saints Bucks. Yes. What Tough do you think of that one? There. Wow. Actually, let's save that one. Let's get this okay. one out of the way first. Yeah. Chiefs Browns. Chiefs Browns. Um. Yeah, I think you got to go Chiefs. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bucks Saints. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't surprised by that one. <laughs> no. Um. Wow. Uh, Saints and the Bucks. Oh man! The Saints are slightly favored. Yeah, I'll, let's go, Buccaneers. It's we're Tom on the same. We have the same four picks. We have the same four picks. Don't think you can go against Tom Brady. It's t- and beating a team three times in one season is very hard to do. It is, and the you know, and, and I would say the dome would be tough to play in, but. No, not a lot of yeah. fans, so it's not going to really be rocking. So Sean Payton had that idea to quarantine 50,000 fans in hotels wow. to get them in. And then I was like, nah. I don't think hotels hold that yeah. many people. That'd be <laughs> tough. They, they drive it from hours away. It's or? a good thought. Yeah. All right. Let's transition. Um, baseball. Are you you're a Tigers fan? Uh, yep. I Much like Jordan is. Little known fact. I don't know if I've ever said this. Okay. I worked at ESPN. Wow. I've been here so almost six and a half. So probably about eight or nine years ago in Bristol, Connecticut. So you name a sport, I follow it, love it. Could be real rain manish and tell you about it. You follow like the secondary sports too? Mm-hmm. I played tennis. I uh, love, I uh, played golf growing up, grew up on a golf course. You're a soccer guy? I played soccer from six to about 20. Once I graduated, I played like, uh, you know, like beer league stuff. So big soccer guy, love the uh, U.S. <laughs> national team. and uh, So any sport can be on and you're happy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was curling. Uh, curling, I watch it in the Olympics. Uh, I like a good. If you had a good ping pong session going, I'd partake. Yeah, <laughs> archery. <laughs> archery, maybe. Yeah, you know, I watch. Uh, I was watching some show the other day, and there was someone doing archery with like their toes, and I was like, so. I think I saw that on America's Got Talent once. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a knockoff show on TBS. Go big or something. I don't know something, and she was upside down shooting so with have her you, feet. Have you gotten into gamb- sports gambling yet? You know, I did. Uh, I used to be on sportsbook.com and I lost so much. But so now I it's legal, then you have. And, and I endorse at work. Um, 
DraftKings. Okay. Yeah. I'm the voice of DraftKings yeah. on U93. <laughs> so I'm like, and so we have a U93. Well, you should get some word. kind of promo for we should We do. It's like I bet $1 and I each, each game or every week changes. But this weekend is you bet $1. And if a team scores a touchdown, you get $257. Yeah. So yeah, they have like, a lot of promos. What? They have a lot of promos. Yeah. Through DraftKings, uh, FanDuel sportsbook here, PointsBet, I think. BetMGM, I think, has a big sportsbook here. So, yeah, it's taken off. I know. You um, get into it. Today I need Packers to win straight up, okay. and I have Ravens plus four and a half. Okay, see, the spread is what always got me. I used to pick them straight up, and I would do, I, like, parlay. I gamble constantly. Very, very seldomly do I mess with a spread, though. Yeah. I will usually go money line, so just win or loser, parlays. But you don't get as much money, but then you do like nine games parlay. I mean, it, de- and it depends. So, so, like, the Ravens today are an underdog. So, taking that straight up really? pays out pretty well. The Bills are favored to win? Bills are favored to win. And tomorrow, the Bucks are an underdog. Yeah. So, wow. I think I gave someone, one of her coworkers, a parlay, and it was Chiefs, Bucks, Ravens, um, who's the Packers. Packers. And that paid out like seven and a half to one. It's like a hundred wins seven fifty. Whoa, that's so pretty not good. bad. No, that's good. You have to go four and zero, obviously, but yeah, yeah, which is hard. Yeah, they. Uh, I had a big future on Trevor Lawrence to win the Heisman. That oh, that would have paid out nice, but nice. Yeah, that wasn't really close. What yeah. what what were your thoughts on the college football season wrapping up? Bama was kind of a a yeah. uh, wrecking crew. So with uh, with my my heart, I I I don't. I'm not a bandwagon like jumper. I just. Like, so obviously me being born and raised in the Metro Detroit area, I, you know, bled maize and blue growing up, love Michigan in my heart, but I live here in South Bend now. So I love going to Notre Dame tailgates and they're really good. That helps. And uh, just love the whole atmosphere. You knew they wouldn't beat Bama though, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. And then I have, uh, you know, friends who love Alabama. So I do have a, a bit of an investment with Alabama because that's their team. And they're like an, NFL and you probably team. want to see Ohio State lose, right? I hate Ohio Michigan State. Guy. Yep, hate <laughs> Ohio State. So uh, I was a little upset that they whooped Trevor Lawrence because I do like him. I mean, he's gonna be the next like Tom Brady, and I was a little upset by that. And then yeah, it was it was nice to watch Alabama. So uh, yeah, love that. So let's get into some some U ninety three talk. Okay, some things have changed since last time you were on. Yeah, can you give us like the uh, elevator recap on? What's been going on, what you've been doing, your current time slot, dump it on us. Sure, sure, yeah. So I was promoted. So I did the night show from 2014 to, oh boy, was it like 2017 that I was on the morning show for a short stint, went back to nights, did that for a couple of years. Uh, November 2019. 2019? Yeah, got promoted to afternoon so i've been the afternoon drive host was it 19 what am I, it would have been or was it 20 because season three of this show yeah. got cut short in 2020 so okay. yeah yeah it's, a, it's like a big a big uh, blur right now so yeah 19 so i've been an afternoon drive since november of 2019 so i'm on two to seven monday through friday and then uh, 10 a.m to 3 p.m on saturday and uh yeah your drive home so kind of a prime time slot so it's nice to be uh, heard more. Drive time, as they call it in the biz, huh? Yeah, yeah. drive time. That's, uh, yeah, where you put kind of one of your captains of the team. That's the varsity so. slot. Yeah. Yeah. So the night show did really good. Had number one ratings, but, you know, when you love being on it. But, uh, yeah, 
just being a little more with the the more the working folks. Right. You know, the working folks are with the kids at home from seven to midnight when I was on the radio. Mm-hmm. Did well. Factory workers. You know, it's real good in Indiana to be on at night. But driving home, a little more. You want to be with the with the people who are, uh, yeah, the the hard the hard workers and the nine to fivers and yeah, the people who make the money. They say you want to talk to them. Is your sleep schedule a little more normal now? A little bit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm always been kind of a morning person, but I wake up at uh, six thirty a.m. every day, and I'm into work by eight a.m. And then uh, I'll do Monday is my. So you're in six hours before your show starts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to. I'm very. I'm a big overthinker, big prepper. Everything's got to be perfect. I very like, hands on. Yes, I like to be. Uh, I like the show to be flawless. So Monday, eight a.m. to ten a.m. is my Friday dance party song prep day so these are when the songs are prepped so i give myself two hours listen to the songs make sure you know i haven't played them recently so that there's you know spaced out because every time you hear a song on my friday dance party i don't want it to be the one you just heard you know i don't want you to be tired of it so i want it to be a song that's making it gonna make you go Ooh! Oh, when's the last time I heard this? I forgot about. That's the vibe on the Friday. Take you back to a junior high dance party or or a high school dance. Yeah. Or cruising around with your high school friends, that kind of thing. That's the Friday dance party, and then I come up with the nighttime mix on my show at five twenty every Friday night. I do that on Wednesday, and then I come up with I make the AM mix uh, Thursday morning as well for the morning. What song are you currently just done with right now? You have to play constantly and you're tired of hearing it. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> what am I? Uh, and you read Sheeran Afterglow. Not a fan. Sorry. And you have to keep pumping it out. And yeah. It, yeah. But luckily when you're on the air, if you are, this is a little tip from behind the scenes. If you are doing a radio show and you're listening to the music, you're not really, you probably don't have a very successful show or it's, it's not going good. Your That's feet, time to do something your else. Your feet should never be up. There should be, uh, if you're running a successful show, this is when you like know the show is killing. When you don't even say anything on the radio and you're getting callers coming in just saying, hey, Big Perm, just wanted to check in. Hey, it's me over here at Amazon having you on. Thanks for the good music. That's when you know the show is successful. You've made it you know, at that point. So you're taking calls and you got to edit them. Because when you're, you're not just taking calls live on the air, you can't really, you know, someone might throw a, a swear word in there. So you take them off the air, you edit them up, then you put them on the air over songs. So in that six to 10 minutes that I'm not talking, I'm talking to this person, getting the best out of it. Because not every caller you get is going to be radio gold, they call it. So you got to get that gold out of them. Because, you know. Janice from South Bend doesn't have the most riveting convo. <laughs> you know, doesn't have the best content every time she calls. So you got to dig it out. Everybody's driving home, but you got to dig into where you're coming home from. Get these questions ready. Where you're coming home from? What are you doing? Who are you with? What are you going on the rest of the night? Dig. And then you find it. I had one yesterday. This lady, and this is a perfect example. Calls up. Hey, what's your name? Ashley. Just like everybody else in the world. Not riveting. So you dig in and you go. Why don't you just change your name? (laughs) Sometimes I do (laughs) because I want them to feel special. And if, you know, you never know, obviously me not being able to see you. What calling the radio station or hearing yourself on the radio is going to mean to you. Some people care. Some people are like, yeah, so what? 
she'll be like, why, why so do you I, call me Sandra? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I so sometimes I change it if it's uh, an embarrassing thing or something, maybe like the other day I did, what's a weird smell that you like that other people go, Ugh, what you like, what that, that'll change your name because I don't want to exactly call and you, you want out. the truth. Hey, Beth and Elkhart, she likes the smell of her armpits, you know? <laughs> so like, I never want to throw them under the bus. <laughs> so I change it up. This girl calls yesterday back to this story. And she go, you know, she's giving me just the basics. Hey, Ashley, South Bend, what are you doing? Driving home from work. Plans for the night? No. How about the weekend? You know, it's got a couple days off. You're working. What do you do? And all that comes out of nowhere and goes, I got community service. Gold mine. So I'm like, so you just, you got to attack. You can't just say, okay, have a good day. <laughs> you got to attack it. Cause you never know. Like I said, not every call's a winner. I need good calls. Like I'm trying to be number one here, maintain number one. So she goes community service. So I go, okay. Like, <laughs> so me, me and my mind's always like somewhere else. I go, well, she been to jail. Like, and she's like, no, my daughter has gold mine. Attack it more. <laughs> so I go, what? How old is your daughter? And she stops and she's laughing. <laughs> 14 and I'm like stop it 14 and I was like I, you know I gotta ask why'd your 14 year old daughter get put in jail because you hear that sentence every day yeah. you know got caught smoking at school just keep attacking you know so I'm like what put her on the phone just hoping she is right there and I'm like what are you doing I mean this is just this is then, then you can doctor filler I did I said you know Community service, what are you, you can have the orange jumpsuit on the side of the street. Can I? If somebody, Scaring her straight. Yeah, like, I'm, you know, I'm going to drive past you and beep. What street are you going to be on? Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, behave. Don't be, you know, I want to be nice about it and, you know, encourage that I'm not, you know, encouraging that stuff. But uh, turn it around. Don't be doing any other incidents. Your mom, you know, loves you. Don't be putting her through that. Like, just that kind of stuff. That's what you want. So that's uh kind of fun stuff. I want you when you listen to big perm in the afternoon to hear stuff that you're not going to hear at other radio stations. Mm -hmm. Anybody, I flip stations. I'll be honest. I'm going to keep it real with you. Love unity three to the core. Been there over six years. It's my love. It's my life. But I listen around. I'll be honest. We go to a commercial. I go back to Detroit, Chicago, where you got a million stations. I find myself flipping. So I go, ah, so this is what people do to me. Okay. So you want to make sure that I'm hooking you every time I crack the mic because I know as a listener, I want to hear music, man. I don't want to hear you talking for two minutes. I don't want to hear commercials. I want the good stuff. So I try to bring that every time I crack the mic, you're hearing something, you're hearing me teasing somebody, you're hearing a good song on the Friday dance party. It's got to be 100% gold, riveting, 24-7. So what's your thoughts on the future of traditional radio to where now personalities such as yourself being good is that much more important mm -hmm. just because there's other options you have other radio on demand podcasts um, audio books yeah having traditional radio you have to be engaging or you're going to lose your audience do you think like it's just going to be a cream of the crop type thing like you're very good at your job there's other people that are very good at it and are are you all going to be the last ones left <sighs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't really, th I don't try not to think about that. Uh, maybe I should. I hope not. You know, I it, just, it hope could work out better for you though, because how so it, the people that are very good at it are going to be that much more valuable. I hope because the only way you're going to be able to keep people listening is to be very good at your job. Like kind of you do now. So mm. if it's, 
hey, these people have proven they can keep an audience engaged. I think you become that much more valuable. I hope so. You know, businesses, you know, especially in this crazy time right now, which I hope we can just get out of because it's definitely financially strapped. Mm-hmm. Everybody, even a multi-million dollar company, you know, like radio stations, there was a couple of months ago in March of 2020. This is a true story. So right when COVID hit. Yeah. When we, yep, a couple of weeks into March, I was the only DJ, I think, on Unity 3 for a couple of weeks. So I was just doing my, I was doing, I think, one to six some days, one to eight others. And was the only DJ. And because of just, and I was the only live DJ in in the market, I believe. Everybody, everything else was pre-recorded. Everything, everything else was, uh, at a lot of companies were either, let, unfortunately, let go or they were doing it from their house. So we were the, I was the only live in-studio DJ. I have not been at home or sent home one time. I've been fortunate enough to uh, not be affected or not get sick or anything. No one around me has been. I've been, you know, real safe at work. We wear a mask pretty much all the time. I just kind of chill in my office and I go right across five feet of the studio. Uh, the only live DJ for many, many months in studio. That's until, wild. Until we got the staff back, yeah. So what is now is it kind of back to rocking and rolling? At United Three it yeah. is. It's slowly, like I said, unfortunately at other stations they've cle- they've cleaned house. Yeah. It really affected them. So uh yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to think, whoa, like we definitely got hurt financially, but I was kept on, so that has been a blessing. So can't thank my ownership enough for that. But uh so been very lucky. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, I had a lot of friends had their jobs affected and stuff, but uh, even out of the market as well. New York City, Detroit, like Atlanta, LA, the top markets in the world. Cleaned house, which, you know, so it's crazy. So uh, we're definitely trying to get out of this time ASAP. So since COVID hit, have you brought on any new hobbies? How do you... I guess the early days of quarantine when it was a true lockdown. Yeah. How were you, what were you doing in your spare time? What was I doing? I guess it was all spare time. What were you doing with your time? Yeah. On the weekends, honestly, man, just, I had went to the grocery store during the week. So I was stocked up, but that's really the only, were you binging shows like I was? Yeah. Okay. Binging shows. So, uh, yeah, that's where the criminal, I've always been into criminal minds, but I haven't watched it in years. So I would say criminal minds, Got back into Law and Order. Um, me being a huge movie theater buff. Before all this, I used to go to theaters every weekend. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So we've yeah. seen each other at theaters. Yeah. We're both big movie guys. Yeah, so I've gone once since COVID hit. We saw we saw home. Unhinged, the Russell Crowe movie. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't very good. No, but it was uh, nice to be back in the theater. Was it? Because yeah. I'm like, I don't know whether to be nervous because you got so how the, many people? How I think they did it was. Uh, seats were blocks of two okay, and then two seats between blocks of but two. But those people are breathing. Like, am I just being weird or are they? I mean, at the grocery store, they are too. True. Yeah. Good point. I mean, if you're going out anywhere in public, I know, I know if, if I had like a pre-existing condition or if I was, you know, around grandparents or something, I'd think twice, but like I, it was good. Yeah. Huh. It, yeah. It was okay. fine. Um, yeah. I assume they come in and wipe everything down in between, but it was, but yeah, a theater that you're used to seeing completely full, you know, seeing just like seats littered. It, it's a little weird. But yeah, it was fine. I think I would actually, had it not been, you know, for this unfortunate time we're in, I almost do prefer space because 
with me going to the theater as much as I did. Like literally, I'm not joking. Yeah. It was every week. Do you ever buy the seat next to you to keep it open? No, but it's a great idea <laughs> yeah, it because is. I have the Cinemark app. Yep, so, so do I. Yep. It's cheaper, mm-hmm. and uh, which I should probably yeah, keep, do. Because keep that in your back pocket. It's just always something. It yeah. doesn't matter. I like to be a little closer, not front row, but I try to be in uh, oh, really? B or C. So oh, I'm, I'm a back guy. You, okay, yeah. I feel like I'm in the back, so I'm further away from the screen. It's is not it as better? much of an, an event. Is that what you're saying? Um, It's not... Uh, maybe, maybe I like to be close. I guess closer wouldn't be as bad now because you can recline. So it wouldn't be as bad. True. Whereas like in the old days, if you were, if you were close, you know, you're like this. True. But now with the recliner, yeah, maybe it's not bad. It's not bad. So I do B and C and I switch it up and I swear to God, every time I get a seat and I, like I said, I switch up the rows so that it's not like, all right, this is happening just in B. I'll get B, C. If it's crazy busy, you know, I'll do a D. So <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I, well, if they're all busy, if they're all, uh, then you'll take the, if D. they're all bought, yeah. excuse me, if they're all bought, I'm like, all right, we'll go to this time. And you know, we'll just sit a few back. It's always some crazy person next to me. They're sleeping. They got a, okay. I got to shoes are this. off. They got a freaking blanket. Okay. What is your thoughts? I on think the blanket, I think she's do y'all need blanket. a blanket. I take a scarf and use it as a blanket a for scarf. what? Warm. Okay, because these people are cuddling. We're not uh, staying no. warm. No. They're cuddling, and then they fall asleep. What did you come here for? Yeah. Because your <laughs> husband dragged you, and you didn't want to see the movie. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> okay, it's always something. I had. This, I put this on the radio once. Somebody uh, next to me had a freaking corn on the cob. Kid you not. A corn on the cob? A corn on the cob, and then they left it on the floor <laughs> next to me. Oh, yeah, that's a true story. I can pull this up on my phone. Yeah, corn on the cob. Saucy people with like Tupperware chicken, and it's like well, I remember Brian Brian Smith would time. go in. He'd take a he'd take Chipotle in there. No, oh my <laughs> God, it's too messy. Why would you do that? But I will tell you what I do. I'm gonna be completely honest. You know, I'm blunt. I'm gonna be keep it real. I do sneak my stuff in. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I think yeah, everybody so, does, right? I hope. I yeah. don't know. So I sneak in. I'm a zero. Uh, I don't. I only drink water. And uh, I cut out pop years ago. And then uh, you don't get the slushies there, the ices. Mm. Yeah, no, maybe once in a gotta go icy blue moon. Like, if I get popcorn, yes, I'll do the popcorn because that's cheaper too with your app with your Cinemark app. Okay, I gotta start using this stuff, but I'll sneak make sure they scan you. Okay, yeah, I'll sneak in the candy. Oh, yeah, and a zero monster. Yeah, so I'll be honest, I'm looking real shady. If you're a big Cinemark listening to this, we're totally kidding and we don't do this. Sorry, I would love to have you as a sponsor of the show. We do do it. I'm gonna be (laughs) honest, and I won't do it. Like, if you were to hop on my show as a sponsor, give me tickets, like, I would stop this. You're just winking at me. What does this mean? Wink, wink. (laughs) No, but uh, you want to talk about a real shady character? I look like one because in the winter, I can put the stuff in my coat and I just look puffy. But in the summer, how much candy are you sneaking? <laughs> just one. I get <laughs> just just one. I get a four pack though. I get the four of the peanut butter Twix yeah. or a four of the Reese's sticks. Oh, but that's the. I mean, put it in the waistband and you're good. The waistband. Yeah. Of your pants and it's smart. But yeah. in the winter, I'm it's easy. But in the summer, I just have shorts or a short sleeve. Could be shirt. a man. You could be a man purse guy. Yeah. So I have to like struggle. So I'll be honest. It looks, I, I don't know. I have to, I, yeah, look, it looks a little bold. Go, waist, go waistband. Go waistband. Where my belt is? Isn't that yeah. kind of melted? 
No, you can be real quick. No, the candy's easy. It's the pop. A oh, I got gotcha. you. Spear doesn't exactly put it, go a la natural. Just if they're if they're looking, they're looking. Just hey, put it in the front waistband. You like what you see, buddy? <laughs> Scan the ticket. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Give <laughs> I that like a, girls. Yeah. Right? Keep it moving. Give that a shot. <laughs> like what you see, buddy? Scan it. Where's my copy of the ticket? Let's go. Did you get into Tiger King early COVID? Oh God, yeah. He's a psycho. Do you huh? see my picture? I oh yeah. Up a oh, yeah. yeah. I was a big fan. I was a big. <laughs> you fan. think? Uh, how much do you think it kills him to be in jail right now? <sighs> probably kills him. Especially when pretty... he was going nuts, famous, and for him not to be able to capitalize on that, that had to drive him off the wall. You're gonna drive him off the wall. I don't usually get affected by things, whether it's like a, a villain or uh, Carol Baskin. You know, Carol Baskin, <laughs> I wanted to hurt her. Like, Jesus, it, uh, how, why did I get so worked up? She really got to me. What'd you think of her husband? He's just going with it. He's gonna. He's get, a weirdo. He's going to get fed to a tiger. Do you think she, I mean, I think everyone's seen it. Do you think she fed, I mean, we all know the joke. Did she, you know, Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. It certainly him. looks did that way. Did she do it? Yeah, she did. And like, okay, so he would still... What was the story they went? He escaped to South America. Yeah, he like, like randomly like went in the middle of the night or something, and just like, he would just still be alive. And yeah. he's really not surfacing after all this comes out. He would know. surface. I don't know. Yeah, she may have fed him to a tiger. I don't know if it was a tiger, but I think she like did something. I have no idea. Snake, maybe. What do you think know. of Doc Antle? Hmm, that is. Big as a character, but I, I I got so invested in it that I loved all those guys, and I just hated Carol Baskin. So like I loved all those guys, and then the guy like on the the ski do or the the jet oh, ski. Oh man, that like, that was an all time clip. I, I mean, it was just and then Jeff Lowe, like it just got so shady and like just so backstabby that I just loved it. I loved them all to be honest. I'm like I can't pick a side. I like them all. <laughs> I like them all except for Carol. So yeah. All right, we're gonna get in some questions. Okay. Did you find, did, you know, did you find the uh, charger? The what? The drill? No. No. And is this still red and recording? So we're going without a producer today. Yeah. It is. You just saw it. We're going without a producer today. So is this live or are you cutting this out? Uh, we'll probably keep this in. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. People oh. like it. People like it. Do they really? The yeah. part where you had Tina adjusting with the mic, you're just gonna keep in? I think so. I like yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to cut a lot more, but I think people like the real stuff now. Keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So would you rather leave a date with a with a very attractive female oh, to go take a dump? Yes. Or would you just hold it in and hope for the best? No, God, option A for sure. You're you're heading out? Absolutely. Yeah. No, you can't put yourself in out. This is I mean, this this hasn't You'd direct, be Jimmying. This hasn't directly happened to me. It's not the date. <laughs> but pretty close. I've been out in public. I swear to God. Okay, this happened to me today. I had to drive to Elkhart. <laughs> not not this exact situation. But <laughs> but sometimes when I get I had to do a deserving dozen today. So sometimes when you're going into a situation where you've never met a person, you don't know how it's going to go. Are they going to see me in the window? I like to be very secretive. I like to totally throw a person off to a point where they're like, oh my God, this person at my door, who is this? Are they going to take my house right Has now? Has anyone ever been standoffish? Yes. I think one person because 
See how the deserving doesn't thing works is someone nominates me and then we surprise the person. Right. So they're not is in the on nominator it. always there though? I make them be there. Okay. So that is my one bugaboo. So that's really the only asterisk with the deserving doesn't where um because otherwise it could go off the rails. Exactly. But yeah. nobody understands that. So it's always kind of like I always feel like such a jerk saying, Hey, uh, I got a um I got a friend in Kentucky going through some stuff. Uh-huh. That's cool. And uh, yeah, can't can you just bring her some flowers? She just, she, do you Kentucky. know what you just sent me? <laughs> Number one, I, you think I'm just going to drive to Kentucky, <laughs> get this done? Number two, I don't know this person. I'm going to show up. How you doing? How you doing? Sean from Indiana. Uh, your friend, Mary, just wanted me. That's not going to fly. Yeah. So the person has, I make the person be there. Or they could just send you into situations to be funny. Right. Yeah. So uh, that is my one thing with the deserving dozen is you have to be there because you have to keep them there. You could say, hey, uh, you could have someone go, hey, you're going to. It's like the accomplice on Punked. Yeah. yeah. You're going uh, to be at your house on noon on Saturday? Yeah, for sure. And then they're like, oh, man, you know, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to go get lunch. They're not there. No. You have to be there. One time, lady saw me. Usually I like to knock on the door. Lady saw me through the window and came out like she she didn't really want to throw down, but she wanted to <laughs> see what was happening. Can I help you? Before I could even go, hi, are you so and so? Can I help you? Like, why are you on my property? So uh, typically I'm pretty sneaky and, uh, you know, the person will, and usually there's not a lot of like windows that I can just, that I have to walk past. And mm -hmm. usually it goes pretty good. But back to what, how this got started today, you, you get a little nervous. Sometimes I get a little butterflies mm -hmm. when I'm about to. The bubble guts. Yeah. Hop yeah. on stage in front of a thousand people and host party in the park, or I'm about to host St. Patrick's day, get a little butterflies, got to kind of plan my strategy. So I'm driving to Elkhart today, like 30 some minute drive and I'm getting the butterflies and I'm going, uh Oh, you know, like sometimes you get a situation where you're driving, you're a little nervous, get the butterflies that upsets your stomach. You're driving. So you, there's no bathroom present. Right. So you got to get it done because you know, I've had that situation where I'm driving go, well, hope I can hold it in. What happens? Yeah. What's the worst case scenario that's happened? Have you ever not made it to your destination? Hell yeah. <laughs> so what's the game plan? I'm not going to lie about that. What's the, you just hope for the best and Thank God get back home. The destinations have been home. Okay. I don't think I've ever had to cancel a plan, but when I worked at a photo booth company, it happened at a wedding. Oh no. Uh-huh. You want to talk <laughs> about worst situation ever? Get out of that. <laughs> what did you do? Lib oh, um. Just, just <laughs> dealt with it for the rest of, until you got home? You don't even want to know. <laughs> I went into this private bathroom that's open to the public. And I thank God it had a lock on it. I locked the door and I washed the pants in the sink as much as I could and just winged it the rest of the night. I, oh, I worked, the entire bathroom had a lock. Yes. Thank, okay. Okay. Thank okay. God. But <laughs> otherwise you would have been there bottomless. I, I washing have your had pants. situations where there has not been a lock. And you just kind of, you just got to live with it. You hope that no one comes in and you just run to the sink, run back. You hope that it's not one of those blow dryers. And if you get a paper towel, man, I've been through some stuff. Yeah. Sounds like you should write a book one day. I should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worst situations ever. Would you bite a live oh. gerbil's head off for $5,000? God, that's it. Yeah. No. No, no. I love animals. Wanted to be a veterinarian my whole life. So the gerbil just, lives. 
He does. Okay. So that's that's it. Now there's no like other option. Well, I can either if you just turn it down. The the second one is, would you take care of it, feed it, and have it as your pet, and then you get ten thousand dollars? Yeah. What? No, and then bite its head off. Oh, I, so like get an attraction to it, then bite its head off, but you get double the money. Oh no, no, I would, no, I would take the lesser of hundred k, hundred k to bite his head off. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you're Ozzy Osbourne in that to be gerbil. Starving. <laughs> I could do it though. Let's Ozzy it up. Would you rather be the most attractive person in the world but blind, the oh. best singer in the world but deaf, or the best chef in the world and have no taste? Oh my god. Say it again. So I got best. Most attractive, attractive, but you're blind. Blind. Best singer, but you're deaf. Deaf. Best chef, but you can't taste. Probably the chef. I think I got to go chef. Like you're good looking. I would want to use that to my advantage and be with some good looking people myself, but I couldn't see them. (laughs) Then the the musician, kind of like what I do. How do I know if I'm being entertaining? I could be up there belting my pipes and there's a miscue behind me and I'm just singing and my DJ behind me has messed up the music and I'm just ah, like, you don't want that. You okay. want to know when there's miscues chef can't taste as long as I'm, as long as you're loving my food, I don't care about me enjoying it. Would you rather get stuck at a red light every time for the rest of your life? That happens to me all the time. Or become a loaf of bread for 24 hours once a year. Stuck at the red light for the rest of my life. Right? Every light you hit, yeah. you hit the red oh every time. God, that's frustrating. Or one full day a year, you're a loaf of bread. I'll be some bread. Yeah. Yeah. Better hope no one eats you. Yeah, right. Hope they don't want a PB&J that day. Wow. <laughs> Would you kill baby Hitler oh. if it had to be in a very gruesome way, like with an axe? That's it? Yeah. Like you can't, like everyone asks, oh, would you kill baby Hitler? And everyone's like, oh yeah. Yeah. But you can't, it can't be like, you can't shoot it or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be in a gruesome, nasty way. Wow. Would you I'm be able to do totally it? Totally not that person. Oh my God. Well, it's not a normal baby. So that helps. If it helps, he has the little Hitler mustache. I mean, God, do you do it? You'd be saving... A lot of lots. Ah, uh, yeah. So I guess I got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as there's no like criminal charges, I'm cool. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, Let's this, do it. this is maritime law. You're good yeah. to go. All right. Let's hatchet it up. What's your number one karaoke song? Backstreet Boys. Which one? Mm. I want it that way. Wow. You know, I love that song, but it's slow and I'm like a, not a big slow song guy. What's like, the Backstreet's Back? What's that one? Everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So you can go everybody, but oh man, I am good at the slow ones. I got the best of <laughs> in my CD player right now as we speak. Uh, I do love the slows, but uh, yeah, I would say every everybody uh, by Backstreet Boys is, is a big one, but get down. We got it going on. I could do them all. Who's your favorite? artist right now that you can't play on U93? Hmm. Can't play on U93. I'm a big throwback guy. Let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Ooh, I don't know if I got one. Do you listen to rap? I do. Any rappers right now that you like that? Because I assume you probably can't throw too many rap songs up there. Okay, so you're talking, okay, so you're talking, uh, not like an unknown person. Right. Uh, 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 uh. I like Migos. Okay. I don't know why, but the Migos always got a good beat. do Do you like Jack Harlow? You know, I've been trying to get into him. Yes, I'm a big Eminem guy, so I do love the uh, white rappers. So, yeah, Jack Harlow is... I like Jack Harlow a lot. Yeah, he's kind of grown on me a little bit, but if I said, uh, yeah, I like to be upbeat, dancing, not just like a good flow, mm-hmm. I would go Migos, okay. who is like, no talent, they're just... 
Huh, huh, huh. Get like you jacked that. up though. Good beat. Yeah. You know, I feel like I could like do a Migos song. Sometimes <laughs> I'll have a Migos song on and I'll just be like flowing it myself. Do one. I need the beat underneath. Okay. Me. Yeah. Yeah. That could maybe be arranged. If we, if we have it. And sometimes I'll just be like, and I'll be like nailing it. They're almost doing the same thing. You should send it to them. Maybe they'll take you on tour. I don't know if they'll like that. Yeah. Sorry guys. I was just making fun of you, but yeah. Top three gas station snacks. You're on a road trip. You're popping in. What are you getting? Mm, that's a good one. Uh, chocolate covered pretzels. Okay. My peanut butter Twix. Yep. We're just doing food, not drinks. Do three food, two drinks. Okay. So one more snack and then a couple drinks. Okay. And then some kind of, oh man. Do you offset it like with a gummy bears or a Skittles or something no, like that? No, I do either some form of chip or a beef jerky. See, I do for some reason, and I I never have this unless I'm on a road trip, ever. Mm. Like, I don't think ever. The shredded beef jerky that yeah. comes in, like, oh, it yeah. looks like a the dip bags. can. Yeah. I will never touch that ever. But if I'm on a road trip, got to have it. Me either, yeah. Pretty weird. I don't eat beef jerky, but on the road trips, yeah. <laughs> Not stopping into a gas station. What drinks are you getting? Uh, Zero Monster mm-hmm. or um, a, a Gatorade or Powerade. Coffee guy? I've never touched coffee in my life. Never. I'm the one person. Now just wake up like raring to go. People go, how do you wake up with no coffee? Cocaine. So yeah, just a quick line of blow. Yeah, like no, no, I don't do that. No, and my analogy is, so you go. People go, Man, I can't function without coffee. Can't don't function. talk to me before I've had my coffee. Right, yeah. and I go, okay. So me being a sports, uh, big big sports fan, I go. Do you think a sports player just wakes up and goes, hey, you know, the kids were acting up today or, ugh, you know, I had a rough, you know, I had a rough practice today. Do they just go, eh, I'm not going to show up to the game. Well, a lot of guys load managing now would say yes to that. Kyrie may, but. Maybe, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But normally you go, no. Like, well, you know, I don't want to do my job today. No. Like, so how do you function? Because it's my job. So it's my job to be upbeat. You think it'd be entertaining if I hopped on the radio like mm. uh, another day in mm. South Bend, Indiana. Man, you know, three, how are you? Big per- Oh, is that sleep? Like my eye? Yeah, it's big perm. Like, no, you would turn me off instantly. I got to be upbeat, positive. Like, it's just so I wake up, take my few minutes to, you know, check my phone. Once the hot, hot or cold water is my coffee. So it can be a splash in the face of cold water or it could just be a hot shower. And uh, I'm good to go within minutes. Like we're, we're raring to go. I may have asked you this one before. I, I More like porn stars or murderers in the world? Which one is there? Oh, man. Wow. Well, that answer has changed not only in the world nowadays, <laughs> but since we did the last podcast, because apparently I'm the one guy on earth who isn't doing the semi-porn thing with OnlyFans. Only fans. Apparently, I need to start this up. Everybody you should get an OnlyFans account. And do what? Like sell feet pictures. You know, I thought of, yeah, it's good. Just sell feet pictures. I need to moisturize my feet before I do that. Give it a shot. It's a little extra income. God. And who's wanting that? Uh, oh, there's people that want it. Yeah? Yeah. There's uh another podcast called Pardon My Take and their intern, oh, yeah. Billy Football. Um, and he was wearing you know those shoes that have like individual toe slots? Oh, like yeah. he used in the water. Oh yeah, he yeah. He used yeah. those. He wore them on a broadcast, and I guess a couple people like commented on his feet. <sighs> so he started an OnlyFans called Billy Feetball. No. And tons of subscribers. Banking it. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. And fun fact about me: I attract more gay guys than hot girls. 
<laughs> so I, I think there may be a market. You know, I know. I didn't mean to leave you with that well, random fact. True story. How have you come to the conclusion that this is true? Because gay guys are always saying <laughs> dirty stuff to me. And there's no, when? Where? On, on social media. Really? On social media and in real life. I went down. How much can we do, say in this podcast? You can say whatever you want. Okay. Well, I went down. So I do the lip sync with our stars every yeah. year for the Center for the Homeless. Host that and I get asked to perform in it. So I'm not like the best dancer. Got it in me, but it takes like, I can't just break it out to any song. Like a lot of people are really good dancers. Just not me. I got long limbs. I'm just not coordinated. So my gay friend is um, kind of like a, a pop star in the gay community. So he's like a phenomenal dancer, good singer. And he's so good. He wins all these like uh, pride, Indiana, Mr. Indiana. He's so good. So I, a couple weeks before lip sync, just to kind of get like prep for my song, I'll go down to Indy with him. He'll take me to like really fun gay bars where they love to dance and like, you know, it's like get you in. Yeah. Sometimes you go to a bar around here, not everybody's dancing. Right. You kind of get thrown off. We're going into just hundreds of people just dancing. It's what they're doing. And I just, you know, just eye it and I'm studying all night. And then I will we'll request the song that I'm going to dance to. And then we just like for three, four minutes and maybe a couple times. You freestyle. We practice and I just like learn moves. And I've learned that gay guys have like no filter with their mouth and with their actions. No joke. I've had drag queens put their hands down my pants during just like a, a night of just walking around coming up. Hey, how are you? Oh, hey, hey, B. Hey, this is Mark. This is Sean. And boom, like drag queen hand down pants just like this. So this is how you know you actually do. You actually have proven this out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and DMs. I, I, there's no <laughs> hot girls dropping in my DMs. If somebody <laughs> says, oh, man, guys in my DMs. What I wouldn't do to have that problem. No, it's me with married guys going, yes, daddy. Stop it. So I know. Well, maybe it's time for an OnlyFans. I don't know. Try with your feet. And I've been out with my gay friends and their friends have been like, is he like, what's the situation? Is he single or straight or, oh man, you're not, you know, on our team. So like, you know, I've broken a couple of hearts. No big deal. But Better start turning it into cash. I know. There you go. OnlyFans. Would you date someone knowing all their exes are dead? God, yeah. You you wouldn't care at all. <laughs> no, that's great. What I wouldn't do to have that problem because every you're not girl... worried that you're next. No, because how I'm thinking of it, I'm going glass half full on that one. Okay, every girl I could I... tell. <laughs> every girl it took me a long time to answer that one. Every girl I date always gets back with the ex. Maybe I'm crazy person. Maybe so you're like a good luck truck situation. Some... I am. Ah, I've used that analogy. Yeah. I, I should use that throughout. Listen, you want to meet Prince Charming? Date me. I'm not him, but you're going to meet him. You'll meet him eventually. Next turn perm. We got yeah. we got to dub it somehow. Hmm? But yeah, there's some marketing there. I'll show you what he's Have you seen Good like. Luck Chuck? Oh, God, yeah. I yeah. was a big Dane Cook fan yeah. back in the day. I don't know why he went Employee away. of the Month. You ever seen that one? Love it. That was when I had a crush Love on Jessica that Simpson. Movie. So Dax Shepard went to my high school. Really? He's a few years older than me. I like Dax. Yeah. I like Dax. He has a very successful podcast now, too. Does he? Yep. Nice. Um. And obviously married to Kristen Bell. That is a yeah. win. I like her. But uh, yeah, he's uh, much older than me. But yeah, he went to Milford High School with me. Who would win in a fight between a Navy SEAL oh with a toddler's brain oh. or a toddler with a Navy SEAL's brain? One more time. So it's 
Navy a, SEAL. A Navy SEAL with a toddler's brain. A toddler brain. Or a toddler with the, a Navy SEAL's brain. The first one, the Navy SEAL, because he's got the body. Okay. You're not going to beat a baby. You're the second in a row. Dr. Selking said the same thing. Well, what are you going with? I'm the taking baby. brain. I'm taking brain. I think the I think the baby could it's outsmart it. Baby, though, we're talking a walking baby. How are you gonna outsmart a toddler? I'm a six toddler. feet though. Okay, so he's take yeah, your legs out. Three five. Yeah. I'm six feet. He's two or three. He's gonna beat me. <laughs> he's gonna beat me. If you don't know what I mean, if you have a toddler's brain, it's a baby. I what's talking about kicking in people in the shin. Can I just? I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna kick, <laughs> I'm not going to come on this podcast and say, I'm going to kick a baby. Well, you just did. Because <laughs> in the we'll just We'll just cut that for the promo. I'm going to kick a baby. <laughs> I don't know. This guy's crazy. But yeah, it's a baby. Like, I'm not going to ever hurt a child. But like, in this situation, if I had to, wouldn't the size advantage be like, for me? Yeah, no. he could make something. God, the baby's making like a... He could home alone you. Wow. Yeah. That's true. Do you say hmm. God bless after every sneeze to other people? I say bless you. You say bless you? Bless you. No matter what. Oh, every one of them? No, no like if you're, uh, I guess the Seinfeld situation. Say you're out with a couple. Um yep. And who's a, who's a couple you'd go out with? A Give fam- me two names. Famous couple? No, just a couple like in your reg- everyday life that you would go out with. Give me two names. Uh, probably Jonathan McKinnis from Hallmark, him and his wife. Uh, Sarah? Yeah. It's Jonathan and Sarah. Love them, yeah. Sarah sneezes. Yep. Do you go straight with a God bless you or do you give Jonathan a buffer to say it first? Uh, I would do it. No, I would do it. You're yeah. going straight and, to the God bless you. Jonathan would be on it, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would come in for the second. I'd come in with the silver. Oh, so silver you, metal. So you would give him a little bit of time to say it first, is what I'm getting. At. Um, I mean, I give it a few seconds. Like, oh, I that's go, plenty of time. That's yeah, plenty of time. I give okay. it seconds. To and then go, if he hesitates, you're jumping in. Is somebody leaving you hanging because I'm coming in <laughs> and Superman in you, and I'm I'm going to be the hero? Okay. But no, I always give a bless you. Okay. You know, even if it's uh, yeah, second or third, I just want to be like in the running. I said <laughs> it, but little asterisk with that. If you're going like. Four or five. If you're a multiple sneezer. If you're going, f- I'll give you two. So I'm, I, I'm going to always give you one, but I get annoyed after. So, so what happens? I'm going to go three or four. I still going. All right. So what happens? Big sneeze. God bless you. Bless Big you. sneeze. Bless, bless you. you. Bless you. Big sneeze, and they just like look you dead in the eye. You're going to leave them hanging. <laughs> no. <laughs> the third one, they're looking at you like no, you, you're better I'm, say bless no, you. No, I'm doing it, but I'm looking back at you like, are you done? Like chill. How many yeah. you got in there? What are you okay? Yeah, I'll make a comment after a couple. <laughs> How do you order your steak? Mm, you know, I like it all, but if, if I had to go restaurant, I would go um, medium. Okay. But uh, but I do like a good juicy. If we're just cooking it right now, I like a little bit of juice, so I go medium rare. But uh, no, I would never turn down a, a well-done steak. Speaking of steak, this podcast is brought by Martin Supermarkets. Mm. I assume you shop at Martin's. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Martin's guy because of obviously our affiliation with RoofSit and yeah. the fact that I live right... Uh, uh, Gucci Martins there Gucci uh, Martins is uh, my favorite. I live right by that now, so I'm really excited that it's like less than two minutes away from where I live. So I love. You that. ever pop into the side door deli? That's where I walk in. Actually, what do you get? Wow, that <laughs> what can't you get? I had no idea that Martins had like. I mean, it's like an eye opener. It's, yeah. it's a, excuse me, a game changer. Now they have the barbecue, everything, yes. sandwiches. So yeah. the salad bar before all this craziness was definitely a favorite of mine yep. for lunch at Roof Set and after Roof Set uh, events. And then, uh, wow, I'm a big chicken wing guy. 
So I definitely their fried chicken's pretty good. Yeah, and then of course macaroni. I'm a huge sub guy, so I always get a sub or a sandwich or a panini, and then go over there to like the wings, mac and cheese, like. I switch it up, but yeah, the chicken definitely a must as well. So you mentioned roof sit before we get you out of here. Community service has been important to you really since day one, since mm-hmm. you got here. Um, and it continues to be important to you. You keep doing, it seems like pretty much everything that's community service driven. And over COVID, it seems like community service is, you know, starting to upkick even more. I mean, more people are getting involved. Why is it so important to you to be even outside of the scope of your job, you do things. Mm-hmm. Why is it so important to you? to be a part of the community and help people. Cause I lived it. Uh, I've been in a lot of bad situations, unfortunately myself. And uh, when I was in those situations, the helpless feeling that I had, uh, my parents unfortunately uh, got divorced when I was like a teenager. So I didn't like really grow up with uh, number one, a dad. So we weren't like really financially killing it. So when I got into a car accident and it was three to $5,000, that was like, really strapping my mom. So we were like really hurting. And then when I got older, my mom uh, doesn't work. She has uh, diabetes and epilepsy. So it's kind of a hard thing to put her. So my mom's been working like 20 some years. So like, we're not really, it's not really killing it financially. So once I like got, when I graduated high school at 17, I had to like financially get rolling mm-hmm. instead of going to a college with my buddies and having the time of my life for four years. Like, dude, it was time to roll. All right, am I going to be a veterinarian? Uh, my dad's company, uh, my dad owned one of the largest appraising companies in the U.S. in the late 90s, early 2000s. I graduated in 04, economy hit, broke. So financially, didn't have it at my house. So I had to make it happen at 17 and I just crashed my car. Now I have no idea how I'm going to get to college in the morning. Struggling with that. How am I going to come up with three to $5,000 when none of us got that in my house to get my car back on the road? And there's no one there to help me. Most people are, are lucky and blessed to have a family. I didn't have that. So I've been financially strapped. I've been, and then when I finally got past those days, got it in my early 20s when I was able to get my own place with a roommate. I've been in situations where I haven't been able to afford $425, you know, a month, which if you know, you're, that's, that's a pretty good deal mm-hmm. for a month. That'd be great. Couldn't afford it. I've had roommates on my door. Hey, do you have the rent to, to face a good friend and have to tell them, thank you for opening up your door in your house to me. I can't pay you is a horrible feeling. I've been evicted from places about to be homeless. I haven't been able to afford groceries before I've had to avoid banks before I've done some shady stuff to get out of financial straits. So I've been this close to being homeless and it was the worst feeling in the world. There are people who are homeless and living on the streets. That's why I love the center for the homeless. I was, 17 at the time, so somewhat of an older teenager. That's why I helped out YSB with youth homelessness. An adult, I was struggling, and it was the worst feeling. Wasn't even homeless, just real close. These teens are homeless. Had a little bit of abuse in my past. A lot of the, uh, the YSB, you know, abuse, roofs it, abuse kids. I've seen it firsthand where I've had to hide. I've had to outrun people. Seen it, lived it, experienced it. Scariest feeling in the world. You're a helpless kid. You're watching your parents who you can't outman. You can't outpower a six foot dad who's aggressive and is just rolling on adrenaline. Lived it, seen it from inches away. 
That's why I help out those people because I've been there, done it. I know it's the worst feeling in the world. So I've sat in my room and in darkness going, you know, crying, going, am I ever going to make it out of this? Is this my life? What the heck is going on? How do I get out of this rut? And I go, just a little, little spark of positivity goes, if I ever make it out of this. I want to make sure that no one feels empty. No one feels alone. They know that someone gives a, you know, gives a a crap about them and that I'm here for you. And if I ever make it to a position where I'm, I'm on top of a mountain, you know, I'm, I have some authority, I have some pull and I can like get resources and help people. Oh, I'm doing that all day, every day. And I'm blessed to be in that position where I have a sponsor for flowers, where they give me free flowers and Powell, the florist. I can, I don't really, you know, luckily I'm doing okay financially where I can go out and buy supplies for a center for the homeless who needs little things like aspirin and lotion and deodorant. Like how much are they taking a few minutes out of your day? Is it, you know, that hard No. So just doing things like that, lived it, been there. I don't want anybody to be struggling with that and anything I can do to help those people doing it all day, every day. That's why I do it. I think you're on your way to the top of that mountain. We we can't thank you enough. Everything you do for South Bend and the surrounding area, it seems like if something's going on, big perms involved and that's the way we like it. Thank you, man. You're you're always helping me out and uh, you and and Blake over there at Mimos, man. You guys are such good friends to me. So uh, thank you for everything you do and you're doing so many great things in the community as well. So props to you and uh, yeah, man, let's, let's just do a bigger, better, a little weird right now. Crazy times. Everybody's doing kind of virtual stuff. So mm-hmm. once we get back to it, let's uh, hit the ground running, man. We'll and, do it. And Be- yeah, before we get you out of here, plugs, where can people find you on social media, on the radio, fill them in. Yeah. So uh, I, if you did not know, work for the, the radio station, E93. So 92.9 on the dial. If you are uh, new to uh, the area or maybe didn't know that, but uh, yeah, 92.9. And I'm on two to seven, Monday through Friday, every day. And then uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on a Saturday. And uh, you can just search Big Perm on any social media site, Facebook. I have a Big Perm E93 fan page. Love if you gave that a like. I'll definitely show you some love. Instagram, just Big Perm United 3, Twitter, Snapchat. You just search Big Perm United 3. like to keep it pretty easy and, uh, yeah, interactive and fun. So definitely positive stuff. And what's going on in the community? I can help you out with that and uh, keep you laughing, smiling, and interacting with the show at all times on social. So just Big Perm United 3. You'll find me. Awesome. Thanks again for coming by. It was a blast as usual. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. I know, first it might seem like a lot, but they all play and they roll. Put that on anything that I got, and all I care about is my city, man. I can't say it enough. I done heard things about y'all that they can't say about us. I just hold it down for my side. I just hold it down for my set. I give everybody a piece of this, and I make do with This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast.